0: I feel that even when I was younger, I had so much more courage and I was not aware of the power of money, so I was not afraid of losing it. I was just afraid not to do something. I was just afraid to not chase my dreams.
1: Hello and welcome to the Ops Podcast. Hello and welcome to another Ecom Ops podcast. Today I'm so happy to talk to Tomer, um, from Mob Comedia. Um, and yeah, Tomer, welcome to the show. Great to have you. Welcome. Thank you so much, Herbert. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So happy you have you here. So don't worry. <laughs> Will be fun. Um, so. Um uh Tomer, you're you you have the Mobcomedia is a user acquisition and performance driven intelligence company so this is what is stated on the website but tell me a bit more about yourself and how did you get into e-commerce
0: Yeah sure thank you um so I've been an entrepreneur ever since I remember uh I've been in the digital space for about 15 years um running Mobcomedia for about 10 years now and we've always been a performance agency for apps and brands so working with big brands like Uh, L'Oreal, McDonald's, MasterCard. And I was always passionate about supplements and biohacking and human optimization. So two years ago, I decided to uh, launch my own mini project or side project and launch a supplement brand for entrepreneurs to help with focus, with energy, um, get better sleep um, that was made for entrepreneurs and high performers. Now, I really wanted to stay focused on getting to know my customers, uh, I uh, getting uh, more product ideas. I really didn't want to be on the operation side and work with Facebook agencies and landing pages and formulations and all of that. So um, I decided to uh, have an internal team within my company that would help me uh, execute on my vision while I get to stay at the creative seat. And we realized that in the food and supplement space, there are so many moving parts that are pretty repetitive and can be copied copied to almost any business. While the main the X factor of any brand is what we call those five words that really resonate with the, with a specific audience. Because so many of the other moving parts, like customer acquisition and retention and design, can be repetitive across multiple brands. So uh, we've kind of shifted our vision and decided to help other entrepreneurs and creators launch and execute their own vision while we get to uh, uh, partner up with them as the operational partner and free up the founder to stay at the creative seat or at the founder seat while they do what best uh, suits the company and provides the highest value activity for the company and of course uh, makes them uh, as fulfilled as possible. So uh, that's in a uh, um, just in a short form uh, introduction, and now we work with creators and founders who are very passionate about their audience or their their mission, and help them to execute on that vision.
1: And this all goes through Mobcomedia. Yes correct yeah, perfect um what a great intro so uh so much so much input you gave um what what is the impetus behind uh, your founding of mob Media? why did you do this?
0: yeah uh well that's a great question so uh just in a few months we celebrate 10 years for mobco and before mobco i had um, a marketing a mobile marketing school in israel we were teaching about 3000 students on how to make uh, uh, how to build their online business as mobile marketing um, affiliates or managers, and I really wanted to go bigger and help companies and help small businesses get their the word out on on their apps and their, their services. So I decided to actually at the age I think it was nineteen to shut down this school. And although I was uh, that was pretty successful, I felt that I did not. Um, accomplish everything that I wanted to accomplish. And I'm, I'm the one who have to go and uh, go to workshops and teach myself. So I decided that I'm going to build a a business that has international clients that is uh, working with big companies and help them uh, market their apps. So uh, I never thought that I would go into this direction when I opened my business, when I was uh, you know, my first business when I was thirteen. I never thought that I would have uh, team members and office and I'd be a manager. It was just a hobby, um, and I liked
1: marketing and I liked ads. So this turned out to be way bigger than I thought. Awesome! Yeah, this is very incredible. I mean, uh, back then, uh, it's it's been one of the first institutes to teach mobile marketing for professionals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was
0: uh, that was in the time where I had to um, to explain or to convince people that people would use apps and they would use apps to buy all sorts of things. <laughs> so yeah. I would, uh, I would, I had, I had a few classes that I had for uh, small, small business owners. And, you know, a big part of that was convincing or trying to, uh, uh show the point of why would you need a mobile optimized website? Why would you decide it would open on on a phone. So that was that long ago. Yeah. Uh, Tell this to people changed. now.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, there's one thing you've said, and uh, I, I really like this. There is no secret. My success is just having the courage to do things. Where does your courage stem from?
0: Uh, Yeah. You know, I, that's, that's a great question because I, I've been thinking that question um, for a long time. I feel that, you know, when I, even when I was, uh, when I was younger, I, was, I had so much more courage and um, I did n- I was not aware of the power of money, so I was not afraid of losing it. Uh, I, was not af- I was just afraid not to do something. I was just afraid to not chase my dreams. That was an inner fear that I always had. I wouldn't say that's a fear, so that was kind of the ble- blessing and the curse. But I think that I wanted to, at first it was just curiosity, so I said, I should just, I, I just want to see what happens. I want to see the backstage of every business and every everything that is happening around me in, in stores, in websites. And it was just a matter of, I don't feel I have nothing to lose. The only thing I have to lose is that I would lose face if I would not try it. Um, and again, sometimes it comes against me where I need to I need to be aware that you do things just to be courageous or to, to be seen as courageous and not from the, the deep uh, uh, meaning of the things and the reason, the real reason why you're doing it. So um, I think that was more of a uh, rebel that I had as a teenager um, and which became bigger and bigger. Now I kind of shifted and I had to process internally the reasons why I'm doing business. So to to see the things for what they are. So what is the reason that I became became an entrepreneur from from the first place? It might not be from the place of giving, as I as I'm coming from now. Uh, it was more of uh, proving myself that I can. I would
1: say. Very interesting. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, you're also the founder of CSFlow, Flow, um, a new supplement brand. Can you tell me a bit uh, or a little bit more about it and uh, the benefits it has, particularly for entrepreneurs?
0: Yeah, sure. Thank you for asking. Um, so uh, Seas uh, or Flow uh, is a product that I'm super proud of. It's a nootropic supplement or what we call brain food uh, made for entrepreneurs and high performers. And it helps you basically drop into flow state on demand. So that's just a a, a drink powder, you mix it with water, and I like to take it before a computer work session, Uh, you put on your headphones or you just sit in front of the the computer and it gives you this calm, focused energy that I really like, so it's not jittery as coffee, it was made because um, I... You know, I, I felt that entrepreneurs always want to stay at their best. So they want to feel energized, want to feel as creative as they want, as productive. And a lot of people go and drink coffee, you know, eight cups a day and um, or energy drinks, which are really bad for you. And eventually it doesn't really give you the effect that you want. It hurts your sleep and et cetera, et cetera. And you also feel frustrated because you're not really at your best. So um, I was looking for, uh, an alternative way to really get into the zone of zone of genius, I would say, or get into flow state and really get work done. So I discovered so many supp- other supplements and tropics, and I really liked using them. But eventually, I felt like I had to take three or five types, just so I, and combine them together, just so I can uh, uh, feel the way I want to feel. Or if I have you know a day full of meetings, or I want to create content. Um, So I decided to launch my own supplement brand called Seize and the product is Flow uh, that combines all of my favorite nootropics and supplements that I tried along along the years and just combine them into one product that I'm really, really proud of. So uh, my goal is to help entrepreneurs and creators unlock their full potential. And I think that if you can get every entrepreneur to just create more in a two-hour session that they have in front of the computer. Um, If you do this every day, I think that uh, uh, you can create great impact on your business. And from my perspective, if I could help millions of entrepreneurs influence other millions of people and create more and express themselves better and feel better about themselves and their business, um, that's something
1: that I'm I'm really, really proud of. That's really cool and very interesting because... Everyone who knows me and watches our episodes on YouTube knows I have either a coffee <laughs> or a Red Bull at my fingertips. So uh, the next thing yeah. I need to try is Flow. So I'm very, very interesting. Uh, I'd love but, to send you a bottle. Yeah, thank you very much. That's cool. Um, but where can I purchase it? What what do you use for selling Flow?
0: Yeah, uh, thank you for asking. So uh, we actually we just received it like two weeks ago after two years of development um we are now um launching it at we make no profit out of it so we set it at a cost because we just wanted to we just want to get this in people's hands um so we have uh we have our website it's uh seas.life, so it's c s i i z dot life um and that's on a special launch price and i'm really excited for everyone to try it and just provide us the feedback
1: so yeah, we will provide the link at, uh, in our blog post. That's really cool. What shopping cart solution do you use? Uh, we use Shopify. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, what experience can you share with with what? What? How did you do this with Shopify? How did you decide to use a Shopify store? How was the setup? What did you do to get the thing up and running?
0: Yeah. So uh, that's a good question. You know, from my perspective, I I really manage a team that uh, team of experts in e-commerce that help a few brands and work with a few brands, including our own internal brands that we launch. And they, for each individual case, they basically decide on the platforms that we use based on the add-ons that we'd like to add and the functionalities that we need for a specific uh, brand. Uh, Usually, we really prefer Shopify. I think that's the easiest and uh, just most intuitive uh, platform out there. You can plug many other add-ons and really customize your store uh, to the to, to reflect the brand's voice and the sales funnels upsell funnels that you have within your shop um, yeah I think I think nowadays the backend platform does not matter as much as the content that you have inside your website so people can get stuck on choosing the right tech tools it is important but I think that uh, sometimes we we are so honed in on this technical aspect that we forget about to invest in copywriting and uh, user-generated content and the actual content within your website, which is way more important than you know a specific add-on or an upsell, upsell feature, for example.
1: Yeah, I, I fully need to agree. And uh, um, th- this leads me to a question. I mean, wh- what do you think are the most common uh, mistakes that uh, new shopping cart uh, owners run into, and what would you do instead?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, I really love this question. So um there are a few things that, that I think that people who want to launch their own, I would say, supplement brand, or it could be just an e-commerce brand uh, they run into. uh I would say the number one is just going and spending so much money on ads from the first go before you even get any beta testers for your product. So nowadays, I don't think that you can build a very, very successful brand by just pouring money on ads. Um, I really believe in creating relationships and partnerships that would move the needle, create reviews, perfecting the product before you spend any money on ads. And the reason is that the competition is huge. The ad costs are just rising and customers are, um, you know, acquiring customers is getting, uh, more and more and more expensive. So, uh, the winners are the one who really get to uh, dial in the product to the right audience and have a very specific audience in mind so what we call product market fit and before you have that um, which means that you need to have you know dozens or hundreds of people that would try your product give you testimonials give you the reviews perfecting the product not in a way that is the perfect product out there, but it's a good enough product so people would re rebuy the product at a certain rate. Um, once you dial that in and you know how to get customers for the long term and not just a one-off transaction, uh, then you can pour money on ads and scale up. Uh, that can be done through uh, influencer partnerships or just sending free products or just getting you know 100 influencers or 100 community leaders um, And an influencer is a big word, but it can be someone with 10,000 followers on Twitter. Um, Get feedback uh, and perfect the product. Make sure that people like it and rebuy and then start spending and scaling your ad spend.
1: And this is what I hear very often. Um, Even in the last few podcasts, we had a few discussions about micro-influencers and influencers and how important it is to talk to the customers to understand what they need, what they want. Uh, why they purchase the product, get the reviews. This all is very interesting, and I think it's very important. But the question is, um, especially for newer uh, newcomers on the market or people that want to start, is this affordable? How can I do this without spending or losing too much time uh, before I can start get started and before I can sell my first few products? Has this some influence on that? So should should I wait? to really get this in shape and then fully start or is there also a way to already start selling although i am not yet so 100% ready but i need the money
0: yeah yeah that's a good question so um uh, of course i think that if you can start selling and put your stuff out there that's great uh if you need the money i would not go and spend more money on ads and you know at the end of the day you need to choose if you spend your time or you spend your money so you can have uh, free marketing by just approaching and uh, 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 trying to get into influencers and people who have any following on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, whatever, wh- wherever your audience is at. Um, and you can just you can just send them DMs and ask them or tell them about your product. Ask them how you can help. Engage with their content. Send your product to them um, and get. Them to post about it, and hopefully this will drive the first the initial sales. Uh, if you do this enough, I can pretty sh- uh, pretty much promise that you will get results. Um, because if you send two thousand DMs to people who have five thousand followers, and ten percent of them get the product, so you have about two hundred people who test your product. Twenty percent of them would post about it because you gave them free product, they like it and they want to show in return, or you might even pay them a commission to uh, to post about your product because they liked it and your, their audience resonates with it. 1% of it buy, you have a few sales, you can get testimonials. Now your campaigns are way more effective. Now you can spend money on ads because you can use these testimonials as video ads. For example, you can place them on your website That makes it way more attractive for buyers. And this here you can see how just going on your phone and looking for relevant people who have a decent following uh, number on on any social platform can lead to way better conversion rates because people would buy if you have testimonials, if people tested it before. Um, And so, yeah, these are just two steps. Of course, you can start simultaneously. It's just that I feel that for business owners who are just getting started. And I'm just referring to your question that to, you know, you said I need the money. Yep. Um, if you can, if you have the funds to just go and spend money on ads from the get-go, that's definitely doable. And, but I, I think the tipping point is where you get a few testimonials and you can show it. You can show real people re- using your product and genuinely like it. That's very, very powerful. Um, wh- in these days when there's so many comp- there's so much competition on uh
1: consumers eyeballs and attention awesome thank you so great um it's, it's really a cool answer i i love it um and it's it's somehow like in, in the yeah let's say um earlier stages of sales where people just went from door to door and knocked or, mm-hmm. or ringed to get people yes. out i mean it's exactly the same but it's online so it's more convenient yeah uh, you need not knock on the door and talk face to face you can just write a dm and that's uh, really helpful um, and i know that this works i do it myself or did it myself as well already so it works the people are communicative they want the products they want to test something uh, and especially the micro influencers uh, are very interesting i mean the bigger ones all want money and some of the micro influencers think they can get already money. Um, but most likely those people are really open to get those things and get reviews out there. They also increase their, uh, or increase their, their visibility when they do such, uh, unboxing and such testing and such reviews. It's also good for them and they know that. Mm-hmm. And I think sure. this, this is, this is sure a, a way to go. Um, and Mopko, you work with uh, with both with Fortune 500 brands and also with promising startups. How does your approach differ between more established companies and um, up and coming businesses?
0: Yeah, uh, that's that's a really good question. So uh, you know, as as far as it's great working with Fortune 500 companies, uh, I really really enjoy, it, and that's where I'm really satisfied and fulfilled is working with. Uh, startups and founders who are, I would say, just getting started or just in their first years uh, because they're very open for suggestions. They're mm-hmm. very open for creative ways to uh, uh, get more customers in the door and they know they need to be the purple cow uh, in, in their area and uh, just be different While while enterprises... Um, you know, that's great because, you know, they have sometimes enormous budgets and you can see the patterns of thinking uh, behind such a huge organization. Um, but on the other hand, from the creative side, uh, you're a bit more limited. And, you know, as, as I, I totally get it because they have to be protective of their long term brand. Um, so I'm really grateful working with both. Uh, it just pro- for me personally, although I really I was really dreaming about these these huge clients and working with those big corporations, so I'm really grateful for it that we had a chance working with them. But uh, right now we really focus on founders who are in their first years and grow them from, for example, from a million dollars to five million dollar run rate, or from five to fifteen. Um, that's where I get the most. Satisfaction from my work. You can actually you can see real people that are actually um, you know enjoying the success of the fruit. So that's nice.
1: That's cool. What what's what's your typical startup that you like to support? What's the typical niche or product or or, or service? Yeah. So um,
0: our really our specialty is working with brand founders in the food and supplement space. So it could be a brand founder that is doing seven figures and want to uh, reach eight figures, but they now They understand that they did everything on their own. So they had to manage Facebook ads on their own or manage different agencies and freelancers. And really, in order for the brand to scale, they need to focus on one thing stay at a visionary seat, stay at a creative seat, develop new products, uh, talking to the audience. So they could be a creator who has got a community and they really want to build their own brand, or it could be a brand founder who's already in the six, seven mark and want to grow into seven or eight. Uh, and they want to stay at that at that visionary seat that I was talking about while having a partner that uh, is running the entire operations for them so I was I'm really grateful to not having to work with uh, our partners on you know retainers or flat fees we really get to invest in the businesses like we put our time and energy and money uh, into those businesses so I'm really grateful to work with Founders, even even though it's not from our very specific niche like food and supplements, but they're very excited about the person that they want to serve and the brand that they want to build or they have already have built. Um, this is where the connection is, you know, is 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 priceless. So um, we 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 really prefer those kind of founders to work with. Cool.
1: Yeah, sounds very promising. Um, when we are talking about e-commerce. Um, we we know that automations are very important how important are automations for you automations integrations and automation
0: yeah um i mean i think that automations is uh you know it's it's a tool it's a tool that helps you be more efficient i think it just like in any other business it could be more efficient but just like we were talking earlier um about the platform or the tools or the technology behind your store, I don't think that people should get stuck too much on building all these automations and not thinking about the actual content that they have. So people can invest so much in figuring out 50 uh, uh, segmentations for on Klaviyo, but they forget on the words that would really resonate with the audience. So I think it's it's just a delicate balance of uh, how to leverage technology but also understanding the power of the content that you have.
1: Yeah, so I just not neglecting it. Need to agree. So it's both is 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 very important. One thing saves your time, but uh, do it the right way. And the other thing is important that you need those automations you build. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so for sure. to get to get the right conversions. Yeah, very cool. Uh last question for the day: Who has taught you the most about e-commerce in your career?
0: Yeah, that's my business partner and mentor uh, Ryan Moran. Um, he's definitely you know he's, he's amazing at what he's doing. I, his way of thinking is just phenomenal. Uh, I really enjoy every conversation that we have, uh, whether it's on life, business, e-commerce, and I'm really grateful for having him as friend and mentor and a
1: business partner. Awesome. Thank you so much Tomer. It was really a pleasure talking to you and uh, I learned so much again so um and and I hope you as well so reach out yeah reach out to people talk to them before you launch a product use direct messages of micro influencers and write them send them the products get the reviews first before you start the show and i think this is very important and critical um i need to fully agree tom Tomer, uh, that 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 this is um a part where you can yeah really get get the income a bit later with less ad spend and you know already Everything you need to know about your product, how the people think about it, how they like it. Um, and and I think this is critical, yeah. Um, so thanks so much. It was really a pleasure and good luck with Flow and I'm happy to have a flow package next to me in one of the next podcasts. And that's it for this episode of the ecom Ops podcast. If you enjoyed listening and would like us to find and interview more e-commerce operations experts, please search for EcomOps Podcast in your favorite podcast listening app, and then subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time.